Let's talk about beyond what we can see. Beyond what we can see. If you just look at life from the regular perspective, uh, sometimes where some of us are in life, where we live, so to speak, it can be quite depressing. Uh, I mean, just to name a few, some of us have lost our jobs. Some of us have had soured relationships, uh, whether they are with a boyfriend, girlfriend, or a husband, wife, even amongst our children. Uh, we in these broken homes, uh, and then some of us are full out divorced. Uh, financial issues. Some of us have been ill for a long time, and and we we just in and out of the hospital, in and out of the doctor's office, and then some of us have suffered bereavement. Uh, I mean, you it can go on and on and on, and you just have to look beyond what you can see, because if you just look at what you're dealing with, life can be very, very, very depressing. Uh, one one can become overly bothered by what seemingly is only getting worse from what we can see. The pains of the world can consume us if we allow it. And a lot of us, we don't make room for the fact that this too will pass. We don't make room for the fact that this can be a better day tomorrow. We're looking at right now and we're just letting it get us down. So I'm asking you to look beyond what we can see. Uh, some of us have suffered not only at the hands of the world, but even relatives. Some of the relatives are the way we, <laughs> some of our relatives, we don't need any enemies. Uh, we have suffered from co-workers, from church folk, and these are alleged believers. So, in situations like this, what I'm asking you to do, as Paul said to do, is to look beyond what we can see and fix our eyes on eternity. Paul said, so we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And that's Second Corinthians 4 and 18. Now, we may very well be doing the Lord's work in whatever we're doing. And, and we may be loving folk, uh, starting with our husband, wives, children, neighbors, whomever, to the best of our ability, but we can still face extreme opposition. Just because you do right by folk don't mean folk going to do right by you. Huh? So what Paul is recommending is when our world, wherever we live, whatever we're going through, you know, whatever our address is in, in this world, what we're, what we're dealing with, when our world hits a wall and we feel shaky, Paul is saying, please 
walk with me and look beyond what we can see. Did you know that we can choose to hope? You know, you got some folk who are just down and out and they will take you down so fast. As <laughs> soon as they walk into the party, people say, oh gosh, here comes on. So let's go to the life of the party. I mean, they're just downers. Everybody know when they come around, they're going to talk, they're going to say something, they're going to do something, and they're just going to take everybody down. And here's the sad part. They may very well be Christian. How does that work? Because they're not looking beyond what they can see. Yes, they've been through a lot. We all acknowledge that. But do you have to give up and act like you give up and walk like you give up and talk like you give up? Huh? God is still real. Christ is still coming back. And he is walking with us, talking with us, sharing with us. And we've got to trust him. And we've got to love him for who he is, what he is, and what he does. We cannot give up. Because, as the songwriter said, on Christ, the solid rock, we stand. Take a look at 2 Corinthians 4, and let's just go through 7 through 18, and we'll start with the King James Version and move on from that. It says, we, but we, have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. What, what, what are you saying here? We're saying that despite the fact that we are all earthen vessels, the fact that we all have feet of clay, it's not about what we can do or what power we have or what strength we have. It's about the power of God. We as Christians, we as believers in Jesus Christ, we are troubled on every side and yet we are not distressed. We are perplexed, but we are not in despair. We are persecuted. My God, we are. But we're not forsaken. And we are cast down. But we are not destroyed. And why? Because 10 says, always, we are always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus. We have to remember what he did for us and what strength he gives us through his Holy Spirit. That life has to manifest itself through the way we live, through the way we walk, through the way we talk, despite what we are going through or what we have been through. We must let the Spirit of the Lord manifest itself, which means come out, be brought out, huh? if we just look beyond what we're dealing with, what we can see. 11 says, for we which live are always huh, delivered into death for Jesus' sake. And why? That the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. When people think you are going down for the count, you get right back up with the power of God, with the strength of the Lord. And people are like, wow, you came through that? By the grace of God. Huh? So then death worketh in us, but life in you. When people think we're gone, when people think it's over, we get right back up 
It might take us a minute, but with God to help, we get up. Why? Because we look beyond what we were dealing with. And some of us have gone through so much. Oh, my God. I, 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 I knew one woman went through four miscarriages and just kept trusting God. Said, Lord, have your way. Give me strength. I don't have any, but you give me. And the Lord gave her strength and at the same time turned around and gave her three children. What if she had given up? What if she said it's all over? Like some folk have done. Huh? We have in the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believe and therefore I have spoken. And we also believe and therefore we speak. Have a testimony for God's sake. Huh? With God to help you can have a testimony, knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus will also raise us up. He's present with us. He's in us. He's with us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. Get up in the morning, and as the songwriter said, he walks with me, and he talks with me, and he tells me I'm his own. And the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. Huh? Early in the morning, get up and have a little talk with Jesus and let him make it right. 15 says, for all things are for your sakes, that the abundant grace might through thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. God will bring you through if you allow him to. Lean on his grace and give him the glory. Which cause all of this that has happened, we do not faint. Though our outward man, what we're going through, what we're dealing with, though that man perishes, yet our inward man, oh my God, is renewed day by day. My, 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 my. Oh, you can beat me up. You can throw me down. You can talk about me. But in my inside, you can't take my joy. You can put me behind bars. You can say all manner of evil. But in my inside, I know it's going to be all right. Why? Because the Bible tells me so. My, 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 my. For our light affliction is but for a moment. And it works for us in a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Oh, one of these great getting up mornings, we're going to fly away in the moment of a twinkling of an eye. You got to live for what Jesus said is going to happen as opposed to for what is happening right now. Look beyond what you can see. And then let's look at it in, in the message, the language of the street, so to speak. If you only look at us. You, you can miss a whole lot. Don't look at you. Don't look at others. Look beyond that and look at the Jesus in them. And then you find out, wow, that's how they made it. Through the grace of God. We carry this precious message. You're supposed to have a testimony. We are pots of clay. We live ordinary lives, but because of the grace of God, we are extraordinary, extra ordinary, huh? And that 
what this does is it prevents us from going around trying to make it seem like, you know, we're more than another person. No, we're not more than another person. We're just leaning on the grace of God, leaning on the everlasting arms of Jesus. Huh? And as it is, that is what brings us through. And you know for yourselves that there ain't much to us. Come on, you got to be serious. Don't, 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 don't give yourself too much credit. Don't be patting yourself on the back and say, yeah, girl, I, I came through that. I did that thing. It's like, did you really? No, no, the grace of God lifted you up out of that muck and out of that mire. Huh? We've been surrounded and battered by troubles. But the grace of God did not allow us to be demoralized. We were not sure what we were going to do. But God gave us wings, helped us to fly above whatever it is we were dealing with. If nothing but for a moment, God said, you're going to get this. You're going to make this. You're going to be all right. Some of us have been let down so many times, let down by our spouses, let down by our children, let down by our jobs. Some of us have even let ourselves down and we've given up. But God picks us up and says, that's okay. You're going to do this. You're going to make it. Huh? Some of us have been spiritually terrorized. Huh? But God has never left our side. And a lot of us have been thrown down, thrown against the wall. But thank God we have not been broken. And you know, it's funny. The Bible says, if they did it to the green tree, behold, what shall they do to the dry? If they did it to Jesus, why wouldn't they do it to us? You think you're just going to walk through this thing? And I know these televangelists tell you that God's got found favor in you and God's going to give you favor and all that. And they pick out different scriptures, you know, all out of line and all out of context. And we take it and run with it. You're going to go through hell and high water. But you're going to be all right. Don't you believe for a second that your life is just going to be roses and cherries and apple pie. You've been sadly mistaken. And then when trial comes, you be like, where did this come from? That's the world we live in. You're going to go through trial and torture, mockery and murder, but it's okay. They did the same thing to Jesus. And I'm going to tell you something. He lives. He lives in us. And that's what he wants to do. He wants to make his life manifest in us, through us, that others might see that, wow, that's how you made it, by leaning on Jesus. We are at constant risk, for Jesus' sake, that somebody might be inspired, that somebody might be encouraged, that somebody might be blessed, that somebody might be uplifted, and that somebody might be saved. You don't keep this quiet. Huh? You don't, you don't keep this quiet. Your belief, should live through you. You don't have to say anything. Live the life. Folk know when you start talking. Folk know when you start saying. Folk know the way you live, whether or not you're a believer. Live like you believe. Don't live looking back. Don't live looking in the rearview mirror. Huh? Stop looking at what's before you and look beyond what you can see. I tell you, we have so much advantage 
as Christians, as, as children of God, because we have a father who loves us, cares for us. He is, if we ask him for a fish, he's not going to give us a serpent. If we ask him for a piece of bread, he is not going to give us a stone. And if our earthly parents know how to take care of us, don't you think God knows our heavenly father knows how to take care of us even more so? So I'm, I beg of you, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercy of God, don't give up. Even though on the outside, it looks like things are just falling apart, just unraveling. It's on the inside where it counts, where God is making a new life. Uh, not a day goes by where God doesn't have our back and give us his matchless grace and mercy. And this is what you've got to live. This is what you've got to believe. Uh, this is what you've got to show people and start by looking in the mirror and show yourself. Because there is something about praising God. There is something about leaning on God. There is something about God's word. There is power in the word of God. And and uh, the the song uh, song the song the gives on come and sing a song right now something about the name of Jesus uh, Lance is is going to sing this for us and I'm going to tell you something if you just learn how to call on the name of Jesus Jesus you will find that the there's power. Name. In his name. Not only is there power in his name, it will make you feel better right then. Whatever you're going through, I mean, whatever you're going through, it will literally make you feel better. You ought to try it. So, those of you who are going through relationship issues, those of you who are going through wayward children, broken families, lost your job, people picking on you, financial problems, I dare you to call on the name of Jesus. Now, does that mean money going to fall out of the sky? Does that mean a, a, a wonderful husband is just going to come your way, a wonderful wife? No, 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 no. I'm not making no false promises to you. I'm simply saying when you call on the name of Jesus, the Spirit of the Lord will move on you. And God will begin to show you what he wants you to do, where he wants you to go, who he wants you to be with, and what he wants you to see. And clarification will come, and you will be able to look beyond what you can see. That's what I'm saying. Every time you get weak, remember Jesus. There's power in your name.
Somebody needed to hear this right now. Somebody's going through a lot, Lord. And they've given up. They are looking at what they can see as opposed to beyond what they can see. And it looks dark. It looks like there's no way out. Oh, but God, I'm asking you to show them a way. Let them know you're God all by yourself. You're God. Mighty God. And when you say a door is going to be open, that door will be open. When you say a door is going to be closed, that door will be closed. Father, I'm asking you right now in the name of Jesus, touch somebody's life. Touch somebody's eyes. Touch somebody's situation. Touch somebody's issues. Whatever they're dealing with. Let them know that their circumstance is not beyond your control. You're bigger than their circumstances. Father, in the name of Jesus, touch right now. Touch right now, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. This is Faith Worth Finding Ministries. Weekly encouragement by Nomware. Won't you tell a friend? Yeah. 